What's going on, everybody? We are back again with another episode of The Hill Review. This is your host, Kirk Hill Jr., and uh, I'm kind of trying to be more conversational. I'm trying to have more episodes with some some guests in it. Uh, this will probably be my last, one of my last ones for a while. I want to do one more guest episode, um, and then I'll just kind of go back to the solo thing. But seeing as the world's opening back up, I want to try to have more, well, slowly but surely, trying to have more um, like I said, more conversational episodes. So bringing back another person that who's been on here before my cousin, Chris Hooley, you know, I know what it is. Yeah. There it is. So, um, we're here. I have to turn up the AC. Sorry about that guys. Sorry about that guys. Sorry. Them. I know. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Um, hopefully the air circulates for a little while. Um, but we're going to try to get through this. Uh, today, um, is June 27th, uh, it's been almost a week since Father's Day, um, being as how we were celebrating Father's Day, I just, I uh, wasn't able to do an episode about it then, but, um, you know, I figured this would be a good time to talk about it because it's a fairly new experience, I mean, like, for you, you know, I feel like I feel like we're both we both kind of had like a like a trial run of it last year because like Layla was born, but it was like she wasn't like you know she was only a couple months old, and like I had Michael in my life, but me and Lenora like we just started dating, so it wasn't a full on like this is my kid kind of feel. So I feel now like a, you know a year later it's like. You've had Layla in your life for like a whole year now and change. I've had Michael in my life for a whole year now and change. So it was like, this is our first actual Father's Day. That's how I feel. That's how I look at it. Um, so how was how was your Father's Day? Father's Day was good. I was, I got a surprise because uh, my girlfriend set up like, her, my girlfriend and her friend basically turned their house into, well, turned her house into uh, like a little mini Father's Day party. She said it was dope, had pictures of me and Layla on the walls and pictures of um, her friend's baby father and the kid on the walls. It was lit. I got the drink, got cake, two of my favorite things. Found out not too good together, but you know <laughs> what? It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, well, my day was a little, uh, it was like bits and pieces of things. It was actually really cool. Um, it started off, uh, Lenora cooked us breakfast. So, and then, you know, me and my dad are here. So she was kind of like helping both of us celebrate Father's Day, which I really appreciated. Um, you know, the fact that she really takes my dad into account also is like a really dope thing. Um, so we all had like this big breakfast it was awesome uh then we were kind of chilling um lenora was like i'm gonna stay home and do some things get some things and then uh i'll you know i had come up with the idea of like just the men going out to the park chilling having a good day so me my father and michael we go to central park chilling for a little bit and it's just like hilarious because he wanted to bring like the big green um dodgeball that we got so like we bring it and then as soon as we get there, he's like, I don't want to play with the ball. I'm like, what? And he's just like, yeah, I just kind of want to play in the in the treehouse. I'm like, what treehouse? What are you talking about? 
So he just starts like making up these stories and he's just chilling. And then me and dad are playing catch for a little bit. And then we just kind of sit down and just watch Michael do his thing. And it's just cool because it's just completely different from what I would have done when I was his age. I would have been like playing catch and trying to play ball with my dad, which is, you know, just because that's just how my dad raised me. But, you know, Michael's a little a little different. And it's not that he doesn't like sports. He actually likes to kick the ball and throw the ball. He has a really good arm, actually. Um, he's better at throwing than catching. But it was cool. Like, I feel like he started that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was dope. And then um, he really likes uh, watching people go fishing. So uh, we went to, we walked to the water, like, the, you know, the little lake area. And then, like, we were just looking at the people. He wants to fish one day. I told him when he gets older, you know, I'll teach him how to fish and try to get some stuff. I got to teach myself how to fish, actually. Yeah, fish. <laughs> My grandfather was supposed to teach me. My just, grandfather was going to tell me how to yeah, fish. Yeah, see, we just, we never really got to it. Shout but, out to South. Yeah, you, yeah, down South living. You already know. But, um. Where I would like to preface that with saying I fucking hate fishing, though. <laughs> I don't like it. Like, <laughs> you know what it is? I, I like quiet and I like being calm. But. I, I think it's the fact that I'm expecting something. Like, if I was just on a boat chilling on the water, yeah, that would do better for me than fishing on a boat because it's like I'm expecting something to happen. Yeah, you just wait. And when it doesn't happen, it feels longer. Like, if I was just chilling, I'd be okay with that. But fishing isn't as relaxing to me because I, like, want something to happen. So it's like, ah, oh, I can't stand it. Not but cool. I know how to fish, though. Can't stand that shit. <laughs> yeah. Elsie wants to fish one day. And I was just like, I'll show you. But I don't think you're going to want to do it after I show you. And that's going to be the funniest thing. I feel like Michael just sees people throwing the, the hook into the water. And he, it just looks exciting to him. Yeah. And then on the off chance, they do like reel one in real quick. They're like, oh, he's like, he's like, oh, he caught a fish. And I feel like he looks like that now. But I just have this feeling like when he really gets older and somehow we go on a boat and go fishing. And he's just going to be like, yo. I feel like the part. I don't even really like this. I feel like the part that's gonna do it is because for some reason, when you see other people do it, the throwing and then reeling it in, it seems like a quick action. Yeah. Until you're the one throwing it, and then you have to wait. And you're just like, I feel like because when he first wants to, he's gonna want to throw it and then reel it in. You're yeah. Be like, no, no, you have to wait for like it to tug first. Exactly. And then he's gonna be like, well, when does it tug? And then you have to hit him with the shrug, like, uh-uh. like just. God, this is the point of fishing. You get wait right. until it tugs. It could be 30 minutes, an hour, 10 minutes, three hours. Like it's just it's whenever the fish come. Yeah. But it was it, it was cool because like he, he was looking there at first and then he like his mind just travels. Like it's it's, it's so crazy. I, I really have to like keep up with him. Cause he'll be like, I wanna do this, but now I wanna do this, but let's go to the water. And then he's like, Oh, but this person's doing that, let's go do this. And then, like, to calm him down, I was like, yeah, you just want to get some icy real quick? He's like, yeah, yeah. So I got him icy, and then we're chilling, and then we're just walking around the park. And then, finally, you see that the um, the the playground, like, opened up for the first day. So I was like, oh, the playground's open. Let's do this. And it was cool because, like, you know, one, for one, it was winter, and then, you know, quarantine happened. So it was like... It's the first time in almost a year that I've gotten to like see him on a playground, you know, doing stuff. And I was like, yo, he's really doing it. Like he's having fun again and he's doing something different than the regular stuff that we've had to do in the house. Mm -hmm. So it was just good to kind of like sit back and just kind of watch him 
like enjoy himself and play with other kids and things like that. And then I got to climb with him and play on the playground. Like it was, it was, it was cool. And then we, um, before that, uh, actually before we left, Lenora made us lunch too. So we had hot dogs. But then when we came back, um, a woman in our building, we have like a courtyard in our building. So, um, for those of you who know, never mind. I know. I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. Never mind. If you know me, you know. But if you don't, it, it, let's just chill enough for now. But anyways, there's a courtyard in the building, and uh, I, I know, I know, I know. Um, you've never seen, right? I'm like, no, 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 no. Wait, let's just assume they have it, right? So, um, but yeah, so we was in the courtyard and then one of our neighbors, cause we're trying to start to be like more cool with our neighbors in the building. And one of our neighbors, her husband, his birthday was um, a couple of days before Father's Day and then they have a daughter. So they were like, we're just gonna have like a champagne and like chips, cr- crackers, all this other stuff. Like just a nice little lunch out thing for the building. And everybody was there so that we got invited. So we started hanging out. And then Michael's like talking to all the neighbors and then their kids are playing with Michael and it was cool and we just chilled. And then Lenora met up with us and we were all um, relaxing for like, I want to say two, three hours almost. And it was just a really good time. Then after that, uh, we had a big dinner, like ribs, mac and cheese, broccoli, um, rice, like all this other stuff. It was, it was dope. Chicken. It was a great dinner. I, I gotta say, I, I think I love dinner more than I loved um, breakfast. And you know, I'm a big breakfast guy. But Lenora just went ham, and like she cooked all day. Like, and it was just like stuff that she wanted to do. And she was just like, I just want y'all to have fun, and I want to want to have like a big family, big dinner. So I was like, Oh, this is dope. Um, I got a really nice card. Um, Lenora uh, gave me money for one of my studio sessions. She's like, I, I, I'm giving you a free studio session. I said, all right, man. You see, you know me. All right, cool. And then um, I got my dad a nice car. We got him some sneakers and stuff. It was it was dope. Um, so I really I really enjoyed my my um, my father's day. But uh, my question I want to ask you uh, now, you know, now that we're talking about it, it's like I know Layla's not um, old enough to like really like go out and do things with you to like know you mm-hmm. but i feel like as a father watching because it's, it's i feel like in the early stages of father's day it's just more about like enjoying being a dad and like reflecting on being a dad and then when they get older it's like all right well what is my kid gonna like get me and it's like all right well let's just do stuff together but um it was really cool, and then even my dad, like looking at me now being a dad, he was just like, "Yeah, you kind of, you kind of got it. Like you're, you're doing good." And I was like, I'm, "I'm," and I told him, "I was like, yeah, I'm nervous, especially because like I'm stepping into it. You know, like it's not. I mean, we're not, we're not married, so I'm not like officially his stepdad, but that's kind of who yeah. I am. You know, and I and I like it, but I, I be, you know, telling my dad, I'm like, yo, sometimes I just really don't know what I'm doing. And he's just like, you're doing better than you think you are. So just, you know, just keep go- moving on." Um, but what I wanted to ask you, yeah, is just like seeing, being just reflecting on being a father. And now that, you know, Layla's like a little older than one, it's like, see, I wasn't with Michael the whole way through. So you've been there from birth. So I was just like, what does it feel like to like, to see Layla become Layla? Like, you know what I mean? Like she's starting to develop her own personality now. Like, what is that? What is that like? 
Well, and now she's walking and stuff. So, like, you're really seeing the whole development. I kind of got Michael kind of already kind of being who he is. Well, it, it's it's funny because she gets her independence from me. I know that because she can walk now. And as soon as she was really, like, she can run now right. and climb shit now. Like, she's good. Like, nice. very good at that. Like, breaking out of her crib, good at that. Like, I had to drop her crib a couple levels just so she couldn't reach right outside of it but it's funny because i get to see i'm starting to see what kind of kid she's gonna be mm-hmm. and it's actually a lot like me because she she'll let us hold her for like a second yeah or if she wants to be like up high but other than that she's like bent on doing her own thing and gets really pissed off when she's not allowed to just do her own thing so like she'll hit the ground and then just leave you like, just completely walk away from you and be doing her own thing to the point where we gotta, like, look for her sometimes. Like, what the hell is she doing? Yeah. And she won't be doing nothing crazy. She'll be watching TV or on her tablet or something, but she'll want to do it by herself. She likes just doing it. And that's 100% me. Yeah. That's how I was as a kid. So I'm starting to see, I'm starting to see more me and her personality. That's, that's cool. cool. And, like, I found out the stuff that she finds funny. Like, it, it's cool just to see it like build yeah. to like her actually being a kid. That's dope. Yeah. It's lit. Yeah. See for me, Michael's like I said, he, he not that he's like fully formed, but like when I got when Michael came into my life, he was already two. So it was like he kinda already had his personality. But I he has like changed and grown like in the last year and I've seen that and it's cool because one he's talking better He's like learning things slowly but surely. And he's just like a really funny guy. But I, I he he absorbs like everything. So like anything that a person says, anything that he watches, he'll take it and learn it and like replicate it. And like it's it's like a gift and curse because it's like you're learning from everybody and I know that you're paying attention, and that's a good trait. But it's like Depending on what you Since take, you uh, yeah. Depending on what stuff. you absorb, it's like, yo, whoa! Like he'll be saying something. I'm like, yo, whoa! Where did you get that from? And then he'll be like, oh, I got it from this, this, and this. And I'm like, yo, you gotta chill with that. But some stuff is just like, oh man. And it'd be cool because there's times where like I feel like I understand him better than Lenora does because we'll be doing stuff and Michael will just like say something mad random and she's like, yo, what are you talking about? And I'm just like casually, I'm just like, oh, he's talking about that show. I just be like, I know where that's from. And then she'll be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that's from Sam and Cat. Like, what is that? That's from that Disney movie. You know, and, like, and I just know what it's from. And it's just, I, 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 because I pay attention too. So uh, it's cool that like, he's observant. And even though he's not my son, it's like, I do see qualities in him that I had when I was that age. Like he loves watching TV shows and, and movies with me. So like, we'll just rock out. Like if I'm watching something, He'll be like, oh, what you watching? And I'm like, oh, this is a movie. And then I'll just start introducing him to stuff. And it's cool because, like, I got Disney Plus and I'm very nostalgic. So it's like I'm re-watching these, these movies, but he's watching them for the first time. So I remember one time I was chilling and I was just watching Robin Hood, just cuz. And then he took it and then I come back home the next day and he's watching it on his own. And he's just like, yo, dad, I'm watching Robin Hood. You remember the song? And then he just sings it and, like, he'll learn the words to these songs he'll act out like scenes from the movie just like I did like I remember when I was a kid if the movies that I would act out were um Peter Pan The Lion King and Tarzan 
and like those three movies i knew like every line i would like act out the same scenes while it went and annoyed the heck out of my sisters and my mom and for him he loves black panther and i feel so bad because it, it's gotten to a point where like i don't even like watching black panther anymore because he watches it over and over and over again but he knows every scene like every line in the movie and me and him will be playing around and we'll like act out the scenes like he'll be killmonger i'll be t'challa or he'll be t'challa and i'll be killmonger it's wild funny and it's like it's i just appreciate that i've established my own bond with him uh, aside from just he's my girlfriend's son and it's like now me and him have our own like this is a michael and kirk thing and lenora doesn't even have to be a part of it like even with us like I watched that 70s show on Netflix. So like Michael will watch the show and he won't understand everything that's going on in the show, but he'll know like every character's name. And then the theme song for that 70s show, he loves. So every time the show comes on, we start singing the theme song together. And I'm just like, yo, this is our thing. Like, this is what we do. And it's just, it's it's like a, it's just something like real satisfying about it. And I, I really can't explain it, but. I guess it's stuff like that that lets me know that like I enjoy being a dad to him. So you know, and it's cool, and it's and it's and it's like you can compare and contrast like how I am with him versus how I was with my dad, and it's like it's cool. Um, and I was I was wondering like, do you make those kind of connections? Now I know your relationship with your dad was little, was different, a little different, but um, you know, just like, do you ever think about like? how you're going to be with her versus how your dad is with you. Now, also, again, one, circumstances were different. Two, you're a boy. So it's like, it's a little bit of a different kind of relationship. Well, see, that, see, the funny part about that is, okay, my dad was in prison for 90% of my childhood. And the only reason I call it 90% is because it wasn't a full, like, straight stretch. Yeah. He would be gone for a couple of years, be home for like one, then be gone again for another couple of years, then be gone, then be here for like one, and then be gone for yeah. a couple of years. So it was just like some, I think his longest stay outside was probably like close to a year and a half. Mm. And then he had a couple, it, it, was, it was a lot of back and forth. So I say he was gone for 90% of my childhood, but, the times that he was there, he was like the best dad ever. Right. Like, it, it was like, whenever my dad was with me, it was perfect every time. I've never had an argument with my father. I have never had a disagreement with my father, only because like, he knew how to be a good father. He just had to be there more. Yeah. The only real difference I want is for me to be physically there with Layla more than my father was. But aside from that, I would want to be the exact same father to Layla that my father was to me only because the things that my father did with me and for me, it wasn't like boy girl. Yeah. It wasn't like that. It was he cared as much as he could and did whatever was in his power to get whatever I needed done. That's just universal. If yeah. I can be that kind of father to Layla, then 
I'm doing perfectly fine. The only way I can, and my father tells me all the time that he thinks I'm a better father to Layla than he was to me. I disagree with him. Only because I feel like if he was able to be with me more, he'd have been the most perfect father in the world. The only difference is he wasn't able to physically be there. So I feel like the only let up I have on him is the fact that I'm physically there with my daughter. But see, and I I, kind of feel like that. Um, I kind of feel like that too, because my dad, I don't know, as, as a, like you can say anything about my dad in terms of like certain choices that he makes or certain habits that he has. Like as a man, yeah, if you want to critique, cool. But like as a dad, you can't touch him. Like there's just nothing you can say as my dad being a bad dad. The only thing is like sometimes my dad is very like tough, but he'll be like, yo, you got to do this, like, da-da-da-da-da. But he's, like, he gets that from growing up with only brothers and from sports. So it's, like, you got to be tough. You got to be competitive. And sometimes, yeah, I might have felt my dad was maybe a little tough on me. But at no moment did I ever feel like my dad crossed the line. I never felt that my dad didn't love me. I never felt that my dad wasn't paying attention to me. My dad never hurt me. Like, it was just, I just really want you to be your best. And sometimes you just feel the pressure of wanting to be the best. But then once he, but again, like, like I said, like just what, what I want to be as a dad, like once he learned who I was and the person that I wanted to be, then he kind of like changed around and changed his method. And he was just like, well, now that I know what you want to do, let's just help you do what you want to do. Like he never tried to like live through me, which is something I really like appreciate. He never tried to push what he wanted onto me. It was just more like, I just want you to be the best at whatever it is that you decide you want to do. So like once he realized sports really wasn't it for me, and I love sports, but playing just wasn't really it for me. But once he, like, once I decided like, oh, I'm gonna do music, I'm gonna do acting. He was just like, all right, well, let's let's get you some movies so you can start watching. Let's take you to some plays so you can like, you know, this is what you like to do. You know, that's, um, Let's try to get you in the studio, like start making music. I want to see what you make. Like, and every step that I was doing, he was involved. He, you know, it never felt like I was just doing it and I, I couldn't like tell my dad about it. Like, you know, the only difference between my, me and my dad is I'm more sensitive than he is. And sometimes that irks him, but that's because out of like, I want to protect my son from getting hurt. Yeah. And it's not even like I judge you, you know? And me and him had to come to like an understanding about that because there was a, a, a lot of times where I was like, even though I know you love me, I feel like you don't get me. But then once we talked, it was just like, oh, nah, it's cool. We good. So it's really dope. And then just as as an adult now, our relationship now just as like men is like really, really solid. And it's just like, we're just there for each other. We can just joke. We can watch movies. We can go out. And now like we, we both care for Michael so it's like and he's taking on the grandpa role like with ease he's just like all right this is what we're doing all right cool and it's and but again it's like you're my son so if you're doing the dad thing then I'm doing the granddad thing with you like he's with me literally every step of the way whatever choice I make and I just I can only hope that I stay that way with Michael and with you know whatever children I have moving forward you know yeah i mean see 
as far as, like I said, my dad wasn't physically there, but when it came to his actual parenting, my I, I was glad that my dad was, because while he was gone, I started falling into more his route, kind yeah. of. And he noticed that. He noticed that even when he was locked up, when he was home, he noticed that I started following a certain path that he didn't want me to follow. But he wasn't ever the type of dad that was just like angry or yelling, like, nah, you can't do that. He was always more like, all right, you're going to do what you're going to do. I want you to know that I don't approve of it only because of looking where it got me. But at the same time, when he was home, he put things in motion so that I had the opportunity to do other things. Like that was more my dad's thing. It wasn't a, I don't do this, don't. He was more like, all right, you're gonna do what you're gonna do, but I'm going to help you be able to do other stuff. So hopefully you realize that you have more options than the route that you're going. And I appreciated the fuck out of that. I still do, because he's still kind of like that. If there was ever something, and like my mom, when she, she'll realize like, oh, you guys don't really talk to each other that much. Like you guys don't really call each other on the phone that much. And I had to tell him, I'm like, we don't have to. Me and my dad have like a perfect understanding. Yeah. When I call him, it's for like a reason. And we have a regular, like me and my dad's relationship is great. Mm-hmm. But I guess as like guys, we just don't. I, we just don't talk on the phone that much. But like, if I ever needed him for anything, I'd call him without hesitation. Right. He calls me when he needs stuff without hesitation. I'm always there for him. So it was like, our relationship is great. And I just, I like the way he parented. Yeah. Like, I want a parent like that. Like, if I see Layla, when she gets older, if I see her doing something I don't really like, I'm not going to fly off the handle about it. I'm be like, look. Sometimes you need to go through stuff just to grow up. It's part of growing up. Yeah. I'm telling you, just based off experience, probably not going to end the way you want it to end. But at the same time, I'm also going to put things, I'm going to do my best to put things in motion so that if that thing that you're trying doesn't really work out for you, you're not completely stuck or you're not going to have to try to do something else at square one. I'm going to help you to realize now there's a different there's a couple different ways that you can do a couple of different things yeah hopefully hopefully she'll turn out better than me that's kind of my i just want just like my dad wanted me to turn out better than him i just want layla to turn out better than me see and that's kind of where i was going because uh my my next thing that i was going to say um you know we do music y'all been if y'all been paying attention to the podcast listening following along y'all know we july 17th yeah. yeah, let them know. Let them know what's up. New single coming out soon. Um, but, video and everything. Yeah. I know I kind of let y'all down with the video for Baby Boy, but what you don't even know yet, I found a dope spot that I could shoot Baby Boy in. So the video after Ghetto might be Baby Boy. I gotta, might be, that, I I gotta might, be in that video. Yeah, I might be coming back. I might, after Ghetto, I might go backwards for a second and drop that video for Baby Boy. So. I know this quarantine got stopped a lot of stuff, but just know that stuff is opening back up and I'm taking full advantage. Like, I got y'all. Coming back. Nice. All right. I'm, well, you know, I'm always down to hear your music. You know I support it more, you know, more almost more than anybody else, even more than myself sometimes. I'll be like, yo, my cousin music is the stuff. You got to hear it. But um, 
I know we was talking about all the songs you was writing. Now we had this conversation a couple weeks ago, but I kind of just want to redo it for the podcast. You were saying that like these songs you were making, it's like something you want to leave behind yeah. for for Layla to hear. So I kind of wanted you to like kind of go back into that and explain uh, it. Well, basically, okay, if we were if I was gonna do a project, like if the songs that I release plus the next couple of songs that I'm going to release, if I was to make them one project. The project was originally going to be called Open Book. Mm-hmm. And the premise of that was basically just my life is an open book for the purposes of this music. I, the plan was to talk about any and everything, just about me so that the listener could hear this body of work and just be like, I have a good feel for who this person is. Now, this was not supposed to be released to an audience. Mm-hmm. I when in the beginning when I thought of this idea I had just about given up and quit on doing music at least professionally because it just wasn't going the way I wanted I I was in a whole bunch of other stuff stuff was going on it was just too much and I just couldn't focus on it but I knew that I I had a girlfriend and at the time a kid was going to come I put it like that. A kid was going to come. I knew a kid was going to come. And I think I didn't even like record that first song that I dropped until after I found out that uh, my girlfriend was pregnant. I feel, like, I feel like I didn't really get in gear until after that happened. But the point was, the way my life was going, I felt like it, I had an expiration date. And the expiration date wasn't going to be too long. So I figured I would do what I did best and write it all down in music so that when I was gone. Um, I'm so sorry. You guys have to forgive me. There was a technical error on my point. Uh, I know it cut off at a really crucial part of the episode. But, um, yeah, I forgot. I haven't recorded on the laptop in a while. I forgot that the laptop only records up to 30 minutes at a time. So there was a like slight cutoff there. Um, but I caught the mistake. Uh, there's probably only about two, three minutes that you missed. But, um, basically to fill in the gaps, um, he talked about, uh, when he was gone, uh, Layla, his daughter, would be able to listen to this project and know him better and understand his life and his story and what was coming up to it. And originally, the project wasn't supposed to be for like commercial use. It was supposed to just be a thing for her. But then he started getting back into his music and releasing like single by single. And he was just kind of talking about what each song meant. Um, and that's it. I got the last 10 minutes of the conversation. I started, I caught the mistake and started recording again. Um, but I just wanted to apologize and fill y'all in real quick about what he was saying. Um, again, I apologize, but, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the episode. Sorry again. The thing still applies. Now it's just for the ears of whoever will listen. Nothing's changed. I haven't really watered anything down. I probably, if anything, left out some names 
so that I wouldn't incriminate some people and some of the stuff I was talking about. But my life, the good, the bad, the ugly, is mostly all on this, what's going to be a 10-song playlist, really. Because it's not, again, it's not really being released as an album. It's more like you get a song at a time. It's going to be 10 and all that really make up the open book. That's not to say I'm going to stop at 10 songs, but... The main 10 songs, that's what the open book is. Any other songs, just some extra songs that I did. But those 10 songs are gonna be like, really what my life was about up until the point of it being done. Cause I'm, you go through new stuff every day. So it's never gonna be like over, over, but I feel like those 10 songs are gonna, is what a kid would need to hear to know that it gets better Nothing lasts forever, stuff like that. So that's really what the open book was about. Nice. Yeah, see, I, I, I kind of have a similar thing, but it's not done yet. Because I, I told told you, but I don't know if I've said it on here, but I plan on releasing a, a trilogy of albums that are basically telling like a, different aspects of my life and, and showing different sides of myself. And the third album is going to be like, that more mature, reflective album where it's like, all right, well, when it's all said and done, what was the point of all of this? Like, why did why did I do it? Um, you know, and it's um, one of the last songs that I plan on writing because I have two songs left to write for the third album. Um, and the second to last song is this song called Leave Behind. And this song, I, I didn't really know what I wanted it to be about, but, um, as things moved on, I realized I kind of wanted to be dedicated to my children. Um, and it's just kind of, hmm? I was looking for that. Oh, <laughs> no, nah, but it was like, I, I, I realized the song, um, I have the hook and basically the, the theme of the song is like, I believe that we're all defined by the things that we leave behind. And it's just kind of this thing where be the best person that you can be, live a certain type of life um, that rewards, that's rewarding to you because this is all you got. And all people are gonna remember is what you did and what you left behind, like your, what your legacy is basically. And my children are what I'm leaving behind, like or at least part of what I'm leaving behind. So I can only hope that the life I lived was a life good enough for you to admire so that you can live a life better than me and just be careful about what you do because everybody's remembered by what we what we do what we did on this earth so that's kind of um my feeling and I guess to, to wrap this up um you know for you because I did I did an episode early on like one of my first few episodes I did was of this podcast it was called uh, the hill Legacy. And I was talking about that. Actually, that was about Father's Day. And that was when I was with my dad and we went to the movies. And I, we went to see Shad. Mm -hmm. and, and Good I was, movie. Yeah. So I was, and I was talking in that episode about how that movie is kind of like, what does it mean to be a Shaft? And it's like, what is the Shaft legacy? So then I was thinking for myself, like, well, what is the Hill legacy? And again, Michael isn't my blood son, but if I'm raising him, I'm raising him as a hill. You know what I mean? And and if he wants one day to have my last name, I'm more than happy to, to do that. 
And even if he doesn't, it's like, yeah, you, your last name might be whatever, but I raised you like a hill. But I'm I trying to think, one, like, just side note, when we were younger, didn't you want a son named Michael? Isn't that one of the names you wanted to name? I, yeah, it was one. Of, yeah, so that didn't kind of work out. I had thought of naming one of my sons Michael. You know why? Because of Michael Jackson. You know, gotta give a shout out, R.I.P. Um, but yeah, it was just like, it, it's just this thing where like what is what what's the point of the family name like what are we upholding what does it mean to be a hill so for me and I, you know i don't know if i'm reiterating the same stuff i said before but to me being a hill means having a certain level of confidence um a certain sense of like perseverance i think i feel like all of our family members we walk around knowing like all right you can give us whatever you got, like tell, like to the world, like whatever y'all bring our way, we gonna make a way somehow, we gonna figure it out. And we know who we are, we know what we bring to the table. So if anything, I would just want Michael and my future children to just not, like hold your head up high, like be proud of who you are, whatever it is that you are. And, and there can be differences in between all the different hills in the family, but each one is like, this is who I am, take it or leave it. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I think the legacy would be and to just be strong and to just know that like you a hill, but then you got other hills. Like we're a family, we all got each other's back. We gonna be there for each other and we gonna help each other grow. Mm -hmm. So like for you as a Mac, I, what does it mean to be a Mac? Like what what would you want Layla to, to take on as, as a Mac? Honestly, uh, this is probably, it should be a cop out. This should be a cop-out because I feel like if you have my blood, this should be easy for you. Mm -hmm. But really, being a Mac is really just loyalty, undying loyalty. The mm -hmm. people, being loyal to the people that deserve you. If they deserve your loyalty, then nothing should come in between your loyalty. Nothing. No argument. Nothing. If they have been loyal to you and haven't done anything disloyal, you should never betray anybody that you fuck with in any way. Mm -hmm. Second, always staying like standing on your word. If you're gonna say something, do it. If you don't think you can do it, well then don't say you can do it. It's really just a matter of being true to yourself. Know who you are. And I know as a kid, maybe it takes some time. Yeah. Again, I'm different. I had to grow up a little bit faster. But just don't try to be anything you're not. Be true to you, because kind of like you said, you're fine the way you are. If that's who you are, be who you are, and don't let anybody else change that. At least not for the worse. Yeah. Always allow yourself to grow. Exactly. But at the same, like just the ones that deserve it, be loyal to them, and stay true to your word, to yourself. Just be who you are, because nobody can do you better than you can do you. So just be that individual. That's really all it is. And I say that it's a cop-out because if you have me in you, then you should do that by accident. <laughs> like it shouldn't even be something you have to work for. If you're a loyal person, then you're just a loyal person. And if you have my blood, then you should be loyal to a fault. I hear you. Because I'm the type of person, I'm the type of person that like, if I'm loyal to you, I'll do everything in my power to help you out, even if it might hurt me. That's the kind of person I am. That's the kind of person I've been. 
and like probably will still be if mm-hmm. just and i'm not saying you have to like be the type of person to sacrifice yourself for people right but like if you can help do your best to help if they're really your friend and and that doesn't mean do something expecting something if you're really cool with them then you should be able to just do stuff on the arm yeah. now also don't let them take advantage though exactly know that if they're also at the same time never doing anything for you then maybe you need to chill mm-hmm. like and i talk about these kind of lessons in my music so it kind of goes full circle but that's basically it. loyalty and just staying true to yourself if you can do that and you should be able to because it's not hard yeah that's it i'm proud if you can do that i don't care what else you do you can go to college not go to college you could be rich not be rich as long as you're loyal and you stay true to yourself, I'm cool. That's all, right. all I ask for. Here it is. Well, Layla, Michael, and any future kids down the line, when you hear this, this is the message. This is what our, the dads are telling you. Hopefully you hear it and stick with that message. Um, before we wrap this up, special shout out to my godson, Ethan. I love you. And I'm always going to be here for you. And I, I will guide you just like you was one of my own sons. Because you are basically one of my own sons. You're my godson. I love you. You're my nephew. So, you know, I got you. Um, Shout out to my little brother. Yeah. The same thing. You might be my little brother, but you're my son, Loki. Exactly. You know, so it's just all those lessons. It applies to y'all as well. Um, And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for being on the episode with me. You know, we always rock out. Um, And I will see you on the next episode of The Hill Review. Stay blessed. Cool, cool, cool.